From the 24th into the early hours of the 25th of December 2023, gunmen brutally attacked three local governments in Plateau State, North Central Nigeria. Communities in Bokkos, Mangu, and Berkinladi were disrupted. Shops and granaries were looted. Houses were burnt to the ground and lives were cut short. This vicious incident took about 195 lives and displaced over 20,000 people. The inhabitants of these local governments never imagined that evil will infiltrate their cheerful Christmas preparations. They never imagined that gunmen would invade their villages. They had not anticipated the looting, massacre, fleeing and displacement, how all would crumble in the blink of an eye, leaving them devastated. Welcome to Vestiges of Violence. Here, we talk about survivors. For Human Angle, I am Sabika. Lady Isaac was out and about with her daughter in Tahori on Christmas Eve when they were alerted to run and hide in their homes. Gunmen had surrounded their entire community, beating people in their way and shooting recklessly. But even at home, they were not safe. Invaders forcefully opened their gates and ambushed them. When Lady's six-month-old son cried, the gunmen entered her room. They stabbed her and her baby several times. That evening, Laddie lost her baby. Her mother was killed too. I kept peeping to check and see if they had left. When I came out, I saw them and I started running. I ran into a room that was set on fire. All my legs are burnt now. Laddie had pushed her daughter down the fence of their home so that she could hide. And when the soldiers came, she ran out shouting for help. The soldiers came late. If they had come earlier, we would have been saved from all that torture. Nothing serious would have happened. Paulina Adam, a 55-year-old mother of four, was at home around 5 p.m., wrapping up her preparations for the festivities when she sensed chaos approaching. Before she could find out what was happening, gunshots rang out. She crawled out of her home and joined others frantically running, some even jumping into wells to hide. They continued to run until they reached a neighboring village where they eventually found a car that transported them to Birkinladi local government headquarters. That day, Paulina lost her uncle. They surrounded the whole village. It was until almost 7 p.m. that we were able to crawl out with God's help. Some people entered well and hid in there. Apollos Habila, a 34-year-old father of two, was helping his wife to knead and cut the dough for their Christmas snacks when the news of an attack in Botura reached them. They were making calls to the security officials in Jos, Plateau State, when gunmen surrounded his village, Derwat. There was a small passage that linked to the Mayanga community where they all ran to seek refuge. By 8 p.m., they went back home, assuming it was safe enough. They came back to our community in numbers. We had to run away from them. 
They were shooting at us. They came with trucks and looted grains, foods, fertilizers, and many other valuables. After the gunmen ransacked and looted their homes, they set them ablaze. They set cars on fire too. If they saw a car or motorcycle in good condition, they would take it. Otherwise, if it was old or damaged, they would burn it. Pharmacies and shops, including Apollo's fertilizer shop, were looted and destroyed. On the morning of Christmas, we came back to our houses still burning. We walked around the bush and we found eight corpses in our community. These are the names and ages of the eight people who were killed in Darwats that night. Tankwadamboi, 75. Haruna Divum, 70. Sylvester Ilya, 45. Mika Ali, 50. Deborah Mika, 45. Elisha Yakubu, 52. Abigail Elisha, 47. James Daniel, 40. Many more individuals who looked forward to a Merry Christmas celebration lost their lives on that Christmas Eve across the three local governments. Ladi is currently receiving treatment for her injuries. Paulina and Apollos live in an IDP camp in Birkinladi with their families. They long to return home, to rebuild their lives and return to their farms. In order to protect the identities of survivors, we use voice actors for this episode. If you or anyone you know have a story to share on vestiges of violence, do not hesitate to get in touch with us.